Welcome back to the Deep Six Wrestling Podcast, and we're going to be doing something very different today. Um, yeah, you're hearing my voice. Uh, me, as you, as in Joey, will be your host. Um, there's no Pat, Ryan, or Rob today. Um, I know the usual is Pat. Pat, I don't think Pat's ever missed a G1 uh, review. But he is not here. So it is just I. Um, I am the only one, I think, that has watched that has watched uh, Day 14. Um, so, yeah. So before we get into this, um, if you could do us a favor and, you know, subscribe to our podcast or and listen. Uh, we are on Stitcher, TuneIn, Breaker, Overcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and, of course, Anchor. Um, we also have a Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, so if you could definitely subscribe to our YouTube and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. So our Facebook is Deep Six Wrestling, our YouTube is Deep Six Wrestling, and our Twitter is Deep Six Wrestling without the G. So that'd be like Deep Six Wrestling. Um, if you keep track of our YouTube, uh, we should be having some punishments from other members of Deep Six, maybe in the coming weeks, hopefully sooner, so we can push out some content to you guys, some spicy content. Um, they're slacking, definitely, and they need to get their act together, um, but that's for another time. Um so yeah, let's get into the G1. So it is October 11th, 2020, and it is day 14 of the G1 Climax 30. Um and we have B block action today. Um so we start off with the Young Lions, of course, um which was Gabriel Kidd versus Yoda Suji. Um I did not watch this. I'm going to be real. I did not watch this at all, so I don't have an opinion on it. Um, I do have the timestamp for it. It was 7 minutes and 9 seconds. So, you know, a typical Young Lion match. But I do know the results, and Gabriel Kidd beats Yoda Suji. Um, after the match, he, you know, threw up four fingers. Um, so, it seems like the Young Lions are definitely keeping track of their own record during their little mini G1, their Young Lion G1, I guess you could say. Um, don't know if it means anything. Probably doesn't. Um, just, you know, a competitive thing between them, which is fine. You know, you want to see, you know, people and wrestlers being competitive. So, uh, yeah, let's go actually go into the main card. Um, so we start off the night with uh, ZSJ versus Yoshihashi. Um, everyone's favorite, Yoshihashi. Um, so, yeah, uh, early on in the match, uh, ZSJ went after Yoshihashi's left arm, um, and he really controlled the pace during this match. Um, he really targeted that left arm, you know, um, and he, uh, really went to work on it. Uh, Yoshihashi looked in some type of pain, um, but he was able to fight back. Um, he took advantage of Zach's like lack of dur durability, um, but ZSJ stuck to his uh, game plan um, and just kept on targeting that arm 
and his limbs, and you know, just doing just doing ZSJ things, you know. But you know, he is submission master, so he just had to you know stick to his his roots. Um, so at a point, Yoshihashi tried for karma, and uh, ZSJ reversed it, and then he continued to rip out Yoshihashi's arm in a, like a submission, like a like a arm stretch. I don't know what it was called. Um, but Yoshihashi was basically trapped, and he did not have the mental capacity to give up, so the referee, uh, made the decision for him, and ZSJ defeats Yoshihashi in 13 minutes and 34 seconds, and ZSJ goes to 8 points. Um, I thought this was a fine opener, um, nothing too special, uh, but Yoshihashi showed a aggressive side, which is nice to see, um... And he's definitely had a great year this year. Uh, I know a lot of people say this is the best Yoshihashi has ever looked. Uh, to me, it is. I mean, I haven't seen him before because this is my first year of watching New Japan. I think I've only been watching for like maybe five months. Um, so I really don't have an opinion on that. But he's always impressed me since I've been watching. So, uh, just because he's not having the greatest G1, uh, should not take away that his matches have been good, um, and no matter what his record says, um, and he's continuing to have a great year, so definitely look out for that. Um, the next match is Kenta versus Toriano, the king of pro wrestling himself, um, yeah, I don't know what this was. This wasn't much of a match. Uh, Kenta and Yano spent a good, you know, five minutes, which felt like ten minutes, just yelling at each other uh, to put away foreign objects that they had in their hands. Uh, Kenta had his briefcase, um, and then Yano got, like, a chair, um, and they would both count down, you know, like, one, two, three, and they both put their weapons away. But each time that happened, uh, Yano would put his away, but Kenta would not. So that upset Yano. Um, there was a lot of use of the the sanitizer fluid that uh, Yano uses. Uh, at a point, they were outside of the ring, and Yano sprayed Kenta in the eyes with it, and got back in the. He was like back in the ring. And the ref was counting, um, and then he threw the turnbuckle pad at him, and at this point, this was like an 18 count. Um, but Kenta managed to get back into the ring in time, um, so that was a close call. Um, and then, towards the end of the match, they were outside the ring once again, and, well, before that... Kenta, like, got the spray bottle and dumped all the liquid all over Yano. Um, so he was, like, pretty much soaked in it on his head. Um, so then on the outside of the ring, uh, the ref was trying to take the bottle, I guess. And then he took a bump, and he got the liquid all in his eyes. So no ref. So Kenta has his briefcase in hand, takes Yano up to the entrance stage... Um, he hit Yano in the head with the briefcase, causing it to open, and countless rolls of tape spilled out. So, it seemed like Kenta came prepared, because he had a bunch of tape. It had to be at least, like, I don't know, maybe, like, 20 rolls. It was a lot. Um, so, 
he hit him again with it, um, and then he taped Yano's arm to like the th- like to the thrust of the entrance way, like the pole, and left him to be counted out. Uh, so yeah, Kenta picks up the win and goes up to six points in about eight minutes fifty six seconds. Um, I can't say whether or not this was a good match because there wasn't much wrestling. Um, I guess it served its purpose, uh, comedy wise, and for the character, the character that is Toriano. Um, I'm glad that this wasn't a long match though. Like if this went about like if this went like 14 minutes, we had 14 minutes of this. I don't know how I'd feel about that. I would probably be more out of it. But since it was under 10 minutes, I guess that's respectable. And yeah, so like I said, Kenta picks up the win. All right, and then we go into our, you know, daily intermission, um, you know, so they can sanitize. Um, really good to see uh, New Japan doing that. Um, really makes them, you know, really shows that they care and they want the fans to be safe and they want the wrestlers to be safe. And they don't want to spread the virus, which is excellent, excellent, excellent. I mean, Japan's been really, really on top of their game, opposed to America, unfortunately. Um, So, yeah. Uh, So when we come back, we have Sonata going one-on-one with Juice Robinson. Um, These guys had really, really good chemistry. And uh, both Juice and Sonata's ability to you know, factor into the finals of the tournament were largely dependent on the result of this match. Um, uh, so, a few days after Sonata's victory over Naito, uh, Juice was uh, getting be- the better of him while delivering some prime banter. You know, Juice likes to, you know, go on the banter of of other guys. Uh, you know, he called Sonata Cold Stone, um, and telling the referee that he has until five in Japanese, uh, showing his personality is definitely where Juice shines. Um, and if you don't know what Cold, Cold Stone is, it's, uh, like an ice cream place. Um, I don't even know if that's in Japan. Maybe it is. Um, uh, I might be dumb, but yeah, it, it might be, um, so this was a fine match. Um, Sonata, it was like kind of back and forth a bit. Um, Sonata at a point was able to dodge Juice's left hand of God and uh, blocked his attempts at uh, Pulp Fiction or Pulp Friction. Sorry, Pulp Fiction is a movie, not a wrestling move. Um, so Sonata tried multiple times at the Skull End, which. I can't stand because I cannot stand that move, especially when he just desperately goes for it. Um, but then finally, Sonata was able to hit like the a dragon sleeper, like giant swing thing into the skull end. Um, and then he had him down and I don't know what happened here, but like the ref like raised Juice's arm twice and it went limb. Um, so I'm guessing he like, knocked him out, but, like, wouldn't that end the match? I don't know. But Sonata, like, let go of the, the, the lock, and then went to the top rope for the moonsault, and pinned Juice 1, 2, 3. Um, and Sonata stays alive, and he goes up to 8 points. 
So, yeah, overall, this match went about 15 minutes and 6 seconds. And it was, uh, it was good. It was definitely good. Uh, I did enjoy it. Um, I questioned the finish a bit of, like, did Juice pass out? Or maybe I just was not looking at this correctly. But anyway, so we have, um, the first of the main events, uh, we have... Hiroki Goto versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. And this was a okay match. I don't know. In my opinion, it could be the more forgettable one of the card. Maybe altogether. Uh, it only went 13 minutes and 38 seconds. Um, but both of these men run, are on the, uh, the bubble of elimination. So... They this was a must win for both these guys. So so uh Tanahashi targeted Goto's knees, because um, it seems like, you know, Goto's working through injury and stuff, so and Goto's been really, really worn down by this tournament. because, um, you know, his shoulder he's had the his shoulder wrapped since like his second match, I think. Um and now Tanahashi was targeting his base, like his knee, like, you know, so it's not looking good for you, uh, Goto. Um, I don't know how much more he can go. Um, I guess we'll have to see. So Tanahashi tried early for the Texas uh, Cloverleaf, uh, but Goto got out of it without too much difficulty. And um, then Tanahashi, like, hit the twist and shout, Um See, I never knew that's what that was called, and it's pretty funny. Um, and then, followed by a sling blade, he perched onto the top rope with for the uh, high fly flow. But Goto climbed up with him and slowed his roll with uh, multiple headbutts. Um, and they looked pretty pretty nasty. Um, but at this point, Goto was his knees were really hurting. Um, so Goto, uh, followed up with a reverse GTR, um, and Tanahashi, like, uh, applied, like, a flash pin, I don't know, like a roll-up, like a quick, like a quick pin, uh, but Goto kicked out, and then he hit the normal GTR, and one, two, three, Goto picks up the win, goes to eight points, and Tanahashi is out of the tournament. There is no way Tanahashi can win. Um, so sorry, Pat. I know that's your one of your that was your B block final. Uh, that was your guy. But it looks like he will not be seeing the finals this year, and he is he is donezo. All right, now for the main event. It is the. Jingu Stadium rematch between Evil and Tetsuya Naito. And honestly, this might have been one of their best matches together. And that reason being is because it only went 23 minutes and 57 seconds. And that's a respectable time for these guys. Um, They had like 30 plus minute matches and it just felt really slow at times and a drag and it was a lot um 
but they're they're definitely well acquainted with each other. Um, so this match, yeah, this match was good. Um, a lot of Dick Togo interference, like always. I mean, are you surprised? Uh, this feels like this happens every evil match now. Um, so evil at a point, uh, evil put in the uh, scorpion death lock on Naito, but Naito got out of it and retaliated with a rolling kick and then the Gloria um, for a near fall. Uh, so evil kicked out at two. Um, evil got Naito up for the darkness falls, but received a uh, counter destino for it, um, which he kicked out of. Um, and then he avoided it. And hit uh, Naito with Darkness Falls this time. Um, evil kept trying for everything is evil, but uh, Naito like kept on reversing. Um, like he went for this move a lot actually. Um, Dick Togo interfered once again. Uh, he got in the ring actually. Um, but Naito disposed of him pretty easily, you know, got rid of him. I just feel like he's, you know, seems like Naito uh, doesn't really fall for many of the Bullet Club's tricks. Um, he's really used to this, so, um, but during this time, Evil had the opportunity to hit a low blow on Naito in the meantime. Um, but this, but he didn't, um... He did not let this uh, affect him. Uh, he had a flying forearm on Evil, followed by running Destino. And I thought this was it, honestly. I really did. Uh, but Evil kicks out in a near fall at two. Um, so he tries for one more Destino, but Evil counters it into everything is Evil for the one, two, three. And Evil goes up to ten points and defeats the double champ Nido. Um, yeah, so it looks like Evil's not done with Naito. Um, it looks like he's basically earned another shot at one of the titles. Um, I hope one of the titles, not both of the titles, because I do want to see no more of the double champ Naito. Um, I just feel like it's not necessary. Uh, I feel like other guys deserve a shot at the other title and, you know, all that. But, um, this was a... I, I did enjoy this. I think this was one of my favorite uh, matches between them because the time didn't go so long. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, Night 14. So the updated standings for, uh, for uh, B-Block are uh, in first place with 10 points. Um... Are Naito and Evil. Yeah, Naito and Evil. Um, and then we have eight points with Sonata, Goto, ZSJ. Six points, Tanahashi, Yano, Juice Robinson, and Kenta. And then two points with Yoshihashi. So yeah, Yoshi's done. Uh, Naito and Evil tie for first. It's very, very interesting. Um... And then between us, 
between us and the the rest of Deep Six. That's what I mean by us. I can get you these results right now. So, Pat had two points. Rob had perfect five points. And then me and Ryan had three. So this brings our totals to, in last place, me, unfortunately, with 43. Followed by Ryan with 44. I'm only one back from him. I'm not out of this. Pat in second with 50 points. And then Rob with a commanding lead with 54 points. He has a four-point lead. Um, and I don't know how this is going to really help. Pat, with uh, Tanahashi being eliminated, basically. Um, so this is getting real spicy. Um, I just hope I don't finish last, because that would really suck. I mean, it is my first, but it, also, it is also Rob's first, and he's doing the best. So kind of sucks. It's kind of kind of ass, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to be it. Um, I thought overall this was a great, great day, uh, great card, um, not as good as yesterday's, uh, yesterday's was definitely probably, probably one of the best, uh, cards of the year, um, and definitely the best of the, uh, G1, in my opinion, um, everything was fantastic, uh, so, yeah, um, so, before we go, I just want to remind you guys, once again, that please, please, please sub to our podcast. Once again, we are on Anchor, Stitcher, TuneIn, Breaker, Overcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. And then also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, subscribe to our YouTube. And once again, that is Deep Six Wrestling for YouTube and Facebook. And then Deep Six Wrestling without the G for Twitter. Um, I hope everyone stays safe and enjoys the rest of their weekend and looking forward to, uh, future episodes, uh, for the G1. So we'll have, uh, night 15. I believe night 15 is Monday or no, not probably Tuesday. I'm not sure. Um, don't quote me on that. But anyway, uh, have a great rest of your day and peace.